0: Welcome to
1: the Digging Dexter Podcast with Victor. Victor! And uh, Colton Duffy.
0: Hey y'all, this is Colton. And this is Victor and a life philosophy I live by. He was a hunker. It's not cheating if you pay for it. And we everyone knows that. (laughs) I swear to God, me and Colton were talking out fair. We, our conversations just tend to bounce topics, but something uh, we were here to discuss season seven, episode three, Buck the System, something we were talking about and to just uh, throw you the listeners right in the mix. We uh, I don't even know. Oh, yeah. We were talking about how we forgot to get rich today. And basically, <laughs> what would your dream job be if money wasn't a factor? If uh, wh- whether you make it, you have a million trillion dollars in the bank, but you could still work. Mm -hmm. or if that job just gave you so much money it didn't matter whatever you chose to do it could be as simple as i fucking uber i'm an uber driver or i work at a frosty swirl shop so um i I think colton didn't know what he was gonna say i'm gonna say mine because i'll need a filibuster and let colton think about his but i've always said this is um if, if if money wasn't an issue i would host like a a nine to 12 or even like eight to whatever, a morning drive time show where all I'm doing, I'm just doing ridiculous stuff on the air, talking about current topics, probably sports as well. And just, you know, like where the basis of killer cut of the week comes from is just the idea of like my dream job of having like a morning zoo show. And I bet you if I was younger, when I realized this dream, I may have like tried to like. I'd probably be an annoying YouTuber. YouTuber, if I was younger, I'd be fucking streaming my video games and shit. But I'm <laughs> I'm an old old fuck now. Um, so that's what my dream job is—just a ridiculous morning show. And, and that, um, any idea what you would do if money wasn't an issue?
1: Okay, if honestly, okay, there's two th- separate things I would do that I'm bouncing around on. Which one I would like more? And I'm gonna go with. Go ahead.
0: Can I guess could I guess one? Yeah. If money was an issue and, and Colton had a dream job, mm-hmm. I think he would. I watch internet <laughs> pornography.
1: Oh Man, that's not even fun. You
0: get <laughs> to. Two. Just go to, go to number two <laughs> just then.
1: Just be so sore all day. Um, no. <laughs> um, no, honestly, you know what? I'm bouncing between two, two, two separate things. But you know what I would honestly do? If money wasn't an option, I would make my own brewery. I would, I, you know what,
0: if I had, if I wasn't trying to set up this stupid joke, that's exactly what I thought. Eventually, I would have been to he, you know, fucking Duffy Duffy brews. And yeah, shit. like yeah, I would
1: I just set up my own point. brewery where you, I'm like, you know what, I have so much money, I'm I'm a multi millionaire. I mean, opening a legit brewery costs like a million, couple million dollars and stuff like that. But you know what, I would be like, you know what, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna have my own brewery. I'm gonna brew what beer I want to brew. If people like it, awesome. If people don't like it, fuck you. I'm rich. I don't give a shit. Yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah. what? And you know what? We make a beer, and I'm like, this sucks. Let's dump that. Like, you know, fifty five thousand gallons of beer. You know that? Like, it's not any good. That's what I would do. I would make my own brewery where we brew beers that we want to brew, and that's it. Money because we're not in it to make money. We're literally in it for the beer and the experience yeah. of the brewery. That's what I would do. Yeah, I would do that. What was the, other, um, what was the yeah. other one? Honestly, it'd be like a gun range. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm really big in the gun community and stuff like that. I worked in the, um, as a, a firearms instructor for a long time. Uh, so I would do like some type of – because there's not – to be honest with you, like I worked for a high-end gun range too, like a high-end gun range here in Houston. And – there's really not a lot of money in that stuff. Um, uh, There's times that like even high end places, they lose money and stuff like that. Um, But I do like, I like shooting competitions. There's um, this thing called three gun. And then there's things called IDPA that I was really big into for a while where uh, at one point I was a semi, what they call semi-professional IDPA um, shooter and stuff like that. So like I got like ammo for free, which was cool, but I didn't get paid for anything. I didn't get free guns and stuff like that. But um, I would maybe do that. um, But I would – I don't know. I would like to do like an outdoor gun range where it's not inside, but it's all outdoor something. I don't know. Like I said, that's like – at one point in my life, that's probably what I would have picked. But really looking into it because me and a friend of mine, we talked about owning a brewery like 15 years ago. And I still feel like that's something that I would love. If, if money wasn't an option, that's it. I would build a brewery, make beer that I want to make. That's it.
0: Since you had two, I forgot at one point in my life, I was actually really progressing towards maybe doing this, not realizing how much backbreaking work it is. My also, I also had a dream job, and it's because I love doing this, washing cars. Like having a car wash business. I just love I've I've ever since I was a little kid, I fucking loved washing cars. And like once you get your own car, it's like, oh my God, this is awesome. And even even still to this day, I have like this whole bucket of just like you know, the two bucket method and all that. Like that's something I would have loved to have done.
1: I could see you a hundred percent owning if money wasn't an option for funsies, you owning a car specialty shop, like you like install speakers. You install yeah. like stereo systems. That's, but even like like doing like even other things like off brand. Like you up like tint. You know, yeah, paint. Yeah. I could one hundred percent see you doing that.
0: Yeah, that's my. Yeah, I guess I guess that would have been factor all into one because uh um I don't I have yet to come across anybody who also is thirty five year old is thirty five years old like me and is still into uh sound systems and subwoofers. But I am still very much into it. And the second I got my car back in August, the first thing I did was literally like off the lot to a uh, place to get accessories to wire my car for <laughs> this bitchin' sound system that I probably am not going to be able to hear anymore because once my son comes in the car, it's over. I mean, he, seven, seven, he put Scooby
1: Bum Bum right there. You just put it on blast. <laughs> Baby Sharp Boop. Um. <laughs>
0: My, my my father told me my father told me uh, coming home from the hospital, I my car seat was against a subwoofer and my son's gonna be the same way. Just gonna <laughs> get that back massage from my subwoofer. Um season seven, episode three. Funny thing, I had about five stupid questions I found from this Facebook quiz. Um, oh. but I'm gonna save that for next episode. Okay. Cause we already I, I thought we were just gonna go into this episode um raw, so to say. Um but we 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 did some filler yeah. sometimes in terms of just not talking only about the episode. So I'm gonna save this for next week. Cool. Season seven, episode three, Buck the System. Uh once again, just because I feel like we're somewhat on the same trajectory path and whatnot. Uh just a point blank yes or no. Did you enjoy this episode?
1: Hundred percent yes.
0: Yeah, same. Uh I'm really liking these episodes. There's a whole part here where I just again, it keeps happening to me. I just stop taking notes cuz I'm so like, whoa, like this is this is good shit. Yeah. Um um I have three storylines just in terms of it, one's very little. It's the Hannah McKay intro, then Who? I have Lewis <laughs> and uh um the Debbin Dex sort of thing. I have something very cool in the Debbin Dex thing, but Um, I, I think you had Isaac as almost its own plot line.
1: Well, I, I no, 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 no. That was my, um, killer cut of the week was Isaac. Um, the, 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 uh, the Russian storyline, I do feel like that's a big part of it. Russian Ukraine. Um, but yeah, no, Isaac was my killer cut of the week. Yeah. Okay. So let's, to me, I have just
0: the smallest on Hannah McKay. So I will. No, let's just, yeah, let's just start with her. That's fine because it's not. There's not really
1: that goes a in with mine lot, where I, my with I was Angel and Quinn very minor. So, uh,
0: so essentially, I mean, this is difficulty of doing this because how we get there. But basically, Batista has to bring Dexter to Hannah McKay's house. Uh, I guess, and forgive me because I didn't take notes on it. Wayne Randall's mother brings some belongings of other prior killing sprees. Which she is who? Do you
1: recognize her? Oh, is she from Six Feet Under? She is. She's she's a very big what? actress. She's always minor parts. Six Feet Under. She was the I don't remember her name in Six Feet Under. Remember the episode where like the lady thinks like all the people are going to Jesus? The sex dolls are filled with helium. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yes, yes and then yes. also she's also in um uh what is it? Donnie Darko. She plays one of the main people, the moms in Donnie Darko. Yeah, that's her. So as soon as I see her on screen, I'm like, I know that lady. She always, yes, yes. She's always plays these minor characters, and it's always kind of the same character, but a little twisted. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like, I like her. I like her as an actress. I think she's amazing. <laughs> so, anyways, go ahead. Sorry. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure why
0: they have to take fate cheek swap. So, uh, uh, I'm sorry. Let me go back. Yeah, yeah we meet Hannah McKay for the first time, who was the girlfriend of Wayne Randall from last week's episode That these two went on a killing spree. And I think the intent is that she was a juvenile. She was like 15 she, or something like that. Right. And since she helped, she, since she helped them so much uh, prosecute Wayne, uh, she sort of got like immunity, but mm-hmm. she's, it's one of those weird things where it's like, she still did it. So it's like, she's out there, but she's still like a, a killer, very fitting for Dexter. Mm-hmm. Um, Yvonne Stravatsky, who plays Hannah back in 2012, I was obsessed with her. I know she was big from Chuck, that show on NBC, and I think now she's on, she's big in Handmaiden's Tale. Um, but just in this time frame of Dexter, and I'm not a person who's into blondes, but I was just obsessed with. Yvonne Strahovski. Like I, I, don't know. I have nothing to add.
1: Oh, uh, I was because kid- when I was uh, reading some stuff on AV Club, everybody was flipping shit that this actress played Hannah, and I didn't know who she was other than this show. And my wife watches um, Meg watches um, Handmaid's Tale, so I need to ask her about that. I I did not realize that she was in that as well. Um, yeah. and then I never watched Chuck. Um, okay. So she's, so she's, she's not a nobody then. Like she's like a, like,
0: like she, back then she, back then she was on the rise. Dexter definitely helped her. But, um, now I think she's like a big star because,
1: well, because on AV club, everybody was like flipping out. they were like, I can't believe they got her for this. Like, and I was like, who is she? Like, like even now yeah, I'm yeah. like, who is she? I don't even know who she is. Okay. I think she's, uh, she's Australian
0: too which it nothing will ever surprise me more than foreigners being able to nail an English accent. Australians so well.
1: are the best at it. Our, dude, they yeah, are yeah, so good. I feel like all of them, all of well, them. Well, like are. six feet under um, Brenda. Brenda was Australian. Right. Right. Um, right. Yeah. Which I always think that she looks like the um, Trinity from the matrix and Trinity is also Australian. Um, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. yeah, they're good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm not a person who is into blondes and I don't like, objectifying woman like this but like i'm just my 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 thing was i was obsessed with her maybe she's not that big of a star because i'm looking at her imdb and uh it ain't all that you know she's done definitely some stuff but regardless this is our first introduction into hannah Mm -hmm. um little factoid here hannah's house which she has her nursery in the back of her house and Mm -hmm. it'll be a, a plot this season um that is the same house from season four when Dexter... Uh, that is where Trinity brings the little kids to the bomb shelter. Oh, really? Yeah. If if, if, if if anyone's so inclined, if you go back and watch the scene where they're walking to the nursery, um, it has the same surroundings. And you could see it's like the same place where Dexter finds us, Scott, from season four. I
1: did not even recognize that. That's, inter- that's cool. Okay.
0: Um, Dexter and Hannah are... I, this scene is always weird to me. They're they're definitely flirting at first, yeah, or at least he, you could tell he is clearly.
1: he's the thing, smitten. For yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Because he, like, he like, you know, we never see Dexter off his game, and he drops the swab uh, and everything. But then at the end, he's just like, "No, let's keep it to first name, uh, professional name, whatever." I just didn't understand why.
1: I think that. He doesn't want to be in a relationship right now. I think that he thinks that if he's in a relationship, if he if he does have something for somebody, then that's going to be a weakness on his end. And right now is not the time for that. Obviously, that's that's my guess. Uh,
0: um, While it's a decent guess, and I don't mean to sound this like you're wrong. I think that's a huge leap from someone that he's thinks is cute at the very minimum to like in a relationship. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think that there was, it just seems like a weird turn in the scene. Right. All of a sudden they go from like, like, hey, we, we both think we're cute and we're kind of smirking at each other. And all of a sudden it's like, no, no, professional names. And maybe it's just one of the things like you don't want to seem like you're too interested in someone. and Yeah. whatever, Back and forth. Um, I, this is all I really have for her. If you want to keep it moving.
1: Yeah, no, th- because I mean, uh, yeah, th- no, that's it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If you know the show, you know how big uh Hannah eventually becomes. <laughs> <laughs> um to start and eventually end the Lewis storyline, um the, the I mean, we'll talk about how the beginning of the episode comes, but Lewis uh Dexter sends the hand back to Miami Metro and addressed to Lewis. I found it so satisfying just in that room cuz uh, uh Lewis is given like the uh this move where yeah this is not a this is not a good uh thing for the podcast but i'm giving colton the finger while scratching my <laughs> face uh, <laughs> um i think it's just so satisfying to see lewis put in his place for like while he's fucking with dexter so much and just like dexter being right there and be able to see like oh there's the package oh there's the hand because he oh, can't see anything masuka. that's the thing and, even yeah, what's he
1: supposed yeah, to say? Yeah. be like dexter did this like to like masuka and excuse me why would dexter do this
0: like, and, 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 and to your point, the next you know, the next scene we see him come home, like, yeah. talk about a shitty, you know. Um, I'm not going to get political, but if you read what has happened in the past, I think, six weeks with Rudy Giuliani, that motherfucker has had some run, of just like bad luck. <laughs> I don't want to say luck, I don't want to say has luck. Had, whatever. He has had a quite a six week run. You have to think, Lewis has had in one day, if I'm not mistaken. Or maybe this happens over two. Days. No,
1: this is all one day. This is all one day. This is it. <laughs> yeah. You get
0: fired, your girlfriend dumps you, and by the way, you're dead. <laughs> I that's the only thing that I can think of. Terrible. This is
1: all one day.
0: Oh my god. That is a that is a lot. You know, if you ever think you're having a bad day, just think of Lewis, Lewis Green from Dexter. Um because <laughs> he gets home and fucking his girlfriend Amy is watching. Is she Amy or Jamie? Jamie. Her real name is Jamie.
1: Now, her real name oh, is she's Amy Jamie in the show. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always gonna get that confused. Um, and she's watching like you know one of those vlogs that we were we were you know getting a, a blowy from a prostitute, and this was my killer cut of the week. But once we uh once we started the episode, and dude. I have a meme that I'm gonna post with this episode, and it's like well, before memes were a thing. We're talking like 2012, so memes were like somewhat on the rise. Right. But it's just a great caption of Lewis sitting with there with Amy and just being like, "It's a hooker. It's not cheating <laughs> if you don't. It's cheating if you don't pay for it." Um, I. That is such a great line. If you get caught in the act, like you just you just say the most ridiculous thing, like you know, like saying, it's like the she G- G- tripped, fell, and landed on it, like. <laughs>
1: it's like the biggest like scumbag like desperate thing too like like as soon as i like i i heard him say it like i said i don't remember any i actually i don't remember any of this and so like when i was watching it and then like i'm like okay what is he gonna say to like defend this like like oh this is before we met or oh no 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 like this is like a long time ago or i was drunk when it happened no instead like he was like he straight up says like Oh, it was before we it. She's like, you're wearing the shirt that I got you for your birthday, asshole. And then he's like, his immediate response is instead of like apology. Be like, I fucked up. I'm so sorry. I don't know what was going on. And it was, well, I paid for it. She's a hooker. <laughs> it's not cheating. If you paid for it, <laughs> it's the worst thing you can say. Oh my, oh my God. And, and, by,
0: and by the way, I agree. If you're, if you're <laughs> paying for it, that is not cheating. It's just a it's a rule I live by.
1: Where's um, Marissa at? Let me her in the camera. Hold on. Marissa
0: I I borrow money just just so I just make sure. <laughs> <laughs> I almost got it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I say hey babe, can I can I, uh, can I borrow twenty I, <laughs> I open up her purse and I say, Can I take this twenty? And I uh I go have fun. Oh
1: my god.
0: I'm done. Thank God. Thank God my wife does not support this podcast at all and will never listen to it and she'll never hear this.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. I'm done. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, God. I oh. got to get her
0: on the podcast one day just to say hi to people. No, um, you really do. I know. I know. Um, and, and it's the stories intertwine. Isaac, who's basically tracking down this bracelet uh, from Victor. Um, Uh, tracks it to Dexter's boat. And as it just so happens, Lewis is there and he's, he was going to drill holes. So the boat sinks, right? I guess as a way to get back at that, get back at Dexter.
1: Where Um, was he going to drill? He's got like the littlest drill ever with this little bit. (laughs) I'm not trying to nitpick, but I'm like, bro, there's so much more you could have done with this. Like as smart as he is, he could have downloaded the anarchist cookbook. He could have made like, like some kind of bomb or something. Instead. He's got this tiny little drill with a tiny little bit you gotta think about it. If you've ever actually been in a boat, where would you drill that hole? Everything that you're in is above water. Like, is he just going to drill holes like in the floor? But that's kind of not going to do anything like it may. I don't know. It made no sense. I just watched him do it. And I was like, dude, you didn't think this through. Like, I don't know. This is me.
0: If I was Lewis, what I probably would have done is buy like black paint or just colored paint and just dump them on the boat. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm just thinking of like the quickest way to do something that's going to be. Because yeah, if you, pin, if you, yeah.
1: if it, if it sinks, he's going to, he has, it's Dexter. He has insurance on it and he has the lowest deductible ever. And he's going to be like, damn, that sucks. Well, <laughs> let me file a claim. Like, that's what he yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so uh, here. And I guess just because he's angry, I'm talking about Isaac here, mm-hmm. kind of finds out like, hey, this is Dexter Morgan who had to deal with this. Not not this guy at all. Just straight up shoots Lewis and we say goodbye to Lewis, um, which
1: made no something sense. I've been holding.
0: Uh, I think it was just like he's angry. He's just like so fed up that he was just like, fucking let's kill this guy.
1: Yeah, I, I, it's just it's it's a, it's an anger inside me, I guess, where I'm just like, it doesn't make sense because of where I, I I see where everybody was going where it's the possibility Lewis was Brian's like illegitimate son or something along those lines and five technically like 5 episodes ago to where we are now it makes no sense. That's my only that's it's I'm not trying to nitpick the show. It's yeah. this is literally just a little complaint and after knowing the story behind why it is that this had to happen, I get it. It still sucks, but you know.
0: And and, and part of something that I've been teasing it for you know 12 episodes now so i remember listening to a podcast with scott reynolds and he had said that josh cook had prior commitments to a broadway show and they just couldn't make him work anymore with the show so they 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 had to write him off and to your point i think it's clever that the way how they intertwine the dexter storyline the lewis storyline and then isaac because essentially you kill off Isaac. I'm sorry, you kill off Lewis, and that's the perfect way to get him involved with Dexter. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that's how you you know you you say goodbye to one, but you introduce another one. Um while I say that, and I remember hearing that, I can't find him anything being on Broadway of anything except for starting in 2016. So I'm I'm I maybe heard wrong, or maybe I've been thinking this story wrong you know you could say think something for the longest mm-hmm. time and all of a sudden it's not true i could have swore he had other commitments um but regardless we say goodbye to lewis um yeah and like like i've been saying i think they did the most of what they had and at least at least lewis is eventually a ploy that gets um Dexter into Isaac yeah so it's like I, I guess I'm okay with it I guess they didn't make this whole thing bigger than what it had to be yeah whatever um <clears throat> I guess if we could go to um Deb and Dexter now yeah so the episode starts out you know De- Dexter is under Deb's thumb and he just feels like super trapped mm-hmm. like, you know even to like like a caged animal and what a perfect way to show frustration than the fucking post office I am dreading within this next week or so, going to the post office to mail out Christmas gifts. Um, I hate that. It's just a perfect way to like, I, I I tell you, I have, I, whenever I think of the post office now, and I literally think of handing off a package, I literally think about me and you. Cause I think the first time I sent you beer <laughs> through the mail, it got lost. Yeah, And we have this joke that there's some mailman sitting somewhere in the city of Houston or even here in Florida. And, He's just drinking the beers I sent.
1: Yeah, I'm sure that's what, have, exactly what it yeah. is.
0: I don't even know. How did I get tracking? I, I don't... Oh, I think I like threw out the receipt or something. It something, was, yeah. whatever. Um, and th- there's two... So, so basically what we're seeing is that we're getting like all these kind of... They're not really dream sequences. They're just like Dexter visuals. They're kind of like the Harry sightings of just like... You know the, the the woman tells Dexter, "This line is closed," and Dexter slashes her throat. They're yeah. in Miami Metro, and Masuka just keeps talking, and he just fucking. This was like a uh, an interesting trailer shot because it's like does Dexter kill Masuka? In yeah. The office, and you know he doesn't, but it's just like, how do we even get there? Um, but I usually hate dream sequences. Like where, like almost like you said, like we're gonna wake up at the beginning of season seven, and Dexter was dreaming this whole thing. Yeah. Um, but it's just a nice way of just like this is what's going on in his head, uh, of, you know, how Dexter, how trapped he is.
1: I guess it's kind of like like an alcoholic, like an alcoholic may very well be at lunch drinking a glass of water, and they see the person next to him drinking a beer, and all they can sit there and think of is. Oh, I could have a beer in front of me. And as they're drinking the water, they're thinking it's a beer, right? You know, something along the yeah, that's yeah, how I'm kind of yeah. like, that's how I'm viewing it, at least. Yeah. Um, And this is something that I want
0: to bring up at the end. But so even so, we see Dexter. He's in. He has to get another swab from someone in, in, inside um the interrogation room. And this guy just keeps fucking with Dexter and De- Dexter just flips out and he just fucking chokes the guy. Deb catches him and they go outside. This is uh, – um, I, I don't know if it's symbolism or whatever the case is, but the shot of Deb and Dex talking, it's mm-hmm. in this – it almost feels like uh, like a Indiana Jones walls that close together. I noticed that. They are so tight. And it's something I want to bring up later. But it's just showing how Trap Dexter feels. This yeah. is actually – my uh, um, killer cut of the week because okay. it's something it's something we were talking about and I didn't even realize. See, uh, the good thing now about season seven is, well, I guess more so talking about the the. Let, let me say this. Uh, um, uh, what's her name? I talked with someone on Twitter. I think it's Gianna. I've brought her up before. She's someone who watches the show, who has watched the show a lot, like me. You'd be surprised all the people out there who are serial rewatchers who's watched the show so many times Mm -hmm. you'd be so surprised what things you pick up on when you have to like talk about it okay like so for like me i've watched the show so many times but now i'm here like having to talk about it and i just pick up on different things last episode we were talking about like she's not all she's doing to dexter's dark passenger is just suppressing it Mm -hmm. and like literally literally uh let me start it here the killer, the killer, the killer. killer. cut, of, cut the of the week, cut of the week was something I literally um, brought up last last episode. Didn't I? And you talked me down. It worked. Why can't you back off? Can you promise me if that I wasn't on your ass that you wouldn't slip? I can promise you that if you don't get off my ass, something bad is going to happen.
1: What's that supposed to mean?
0: That if I don't control my need, it's going to control me.
1: That's what I'm trying to help you do. I am trying to help you control no, you're it.
0: you're trying to suppress it, to lock it away. But the lock is not going to hold. You saw what happened in there. The only way I can control it is to channel it the way Harry taught
1: me. No, I do not
0: accept. I mean, like we were like literally saying last week is like, um, Deb is, she's not doing anything to it just besides trying to like wish it away. Uh, I I even brought up the analogy about like smoking, like all you're going to make me do is like smoke three packs the second I'm able Mm -hmm. to, um, like I said, it's the same thing.
1: It's the same thing as Kurt Cobain. Like I said, as someone that dealt with like addicts and stuff like that for a really long time, that's the exact same thing. Kurt Cobain, if you don't know the story behind Kurt (sighs) Courtney Love did not kill Kurt Cobain. Okay, let's be real. So um Kurt Cobain was in rehab, left, and literally shot up like two like a day later or something like that. And he did the exact same amount, and that's what killed him. But that's what addicts do. Like you if you take something from them, they're gonna go to it in and and more. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um and so sort of to bring up next episode. Well, what how the storyline moves along is we see a new target in the form of Ray Speltzer. And we just the first time we meet him, he's just fucking roiding, raging out at the gym. Yeah. Um, I love Dexter's random just like, you know, Deb's checking in on him. And he's like, yeah, I'm just checking out a new gym. It's got a smoothie bar. <laughs>
1: I actually laughed at like, that like, really like, hard, truck, and it's like truck, the guy like truck. squeezing the stuff. too. it's like
0: Aah! yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so Dexter kind of lures Deb to this bar, and it's it's essentially where Dexter is stalking uh race Spelter. I, I said it last episode. I'm going to keep saying it. I, I love like the honest and open conversation. Like it's it's years of suppressing this type of dialogue in the show. And, like, now like that we're, like, finally seeing it, um, and, like, we're not involving Ghost Harry. Like, this is an actual, real conversation. And I just think it's it, – we're, we're essentially dealing with this superhero. We're doing, like, the Batman thing. Like, mm-hmm. why does Batman get to do everything with – why does he get to take out the criminals? And why don't he – why does he not get to, like, live above the – why does he get to live above the law like the police? Right. Um But like, she has a point. Well, Dexter has a point. Like, if Dexter can rightfully predict Spelter's going to kill again, like, why, why can't you take him? I mean, I I know you get into this real. There's a there's a lot of dicey area. Yeah, there's a lot of little
1: like really dicey area. But the thing is, it and what I don't understand is, I feel like you could take Dexter's addiction of killing. But unleash him and be like, look, you can do absolutely everything but kill him. Like, like, let's bring him to justice. You can break the law. I'll forget it. I'll look the other way. You can do all this stuff, but you cannot kill him. I don't understand why she doesn't tell him that. And then all she has to do is go to LaGuardia and be like, hey, so I had this hunch. I have a, uh, um, what is it? Uh, I have a CI, what, uh, the oh. lizard brain. Well, in, in like a criminal informant. I have a CI. I don't want to give their name. I don't give my informants. But I have an idea that this is what's going to happen here. Let's a hundred percent have somebody watching this guy's house twenty four seven and stuff like that. And get it, which is what they kind of do in this episode. Well, I, I was about to say she does go. She does go to
0: Laguarda. And LaGuerta says, "Like, well, what evidence do you have?" And since so she doesn't really have any, because what 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 Dexter basically, and she kind of makes a joke about it, is like you're you're basing all of this off a haircut. <laughs> True. And That's where it's just, and that's and but like
1: let him loose, like let him like go and do everything else, and then also like send in like be like, look, we have photos of this from a mausoleum. Well, how'd you get those? Can't I don't want to explain it, like. I don't know. I like I said, I didn't work in that that exact field, so maybe I don't understand it. But I don't know. I feel I, like there's more you could I, do I, I I think
0: I think the show does try to give us. I mean, I think that's they exactly what what where the Deb and Dexter whatever is is that Dexter's trying to do everything he can to show Deb like, hey, no matter what you do here, nothing is gonna change the fact that Ray Spelter is gonna kill this girl. And he's 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 um whatever um ramping up to do it. Yeah. Um and like he he's sure that th- this guy's gonna kill again, but he can't obviously he can't show the future. Um but like uh, and and when we bring it when we bring it to Deb, I'm sorry, when Deb brings it to La about like hey, I have this evidence like and like she she literally says to LaGuerta, if you knew someone was going to kill, wouldn't you want to stop it? Mm-hmm. And like LaGuerta has is doing this blood slide shit, so it's like it kind of rings up like her spidey sense or her lizard br- mm-hmm. lizard brain uh, um uh, about it. I think we skipped your we we have uh, God, I- I'm going on my notes here, but I-, I think I think we skipped your killer cut of the week because oh. we kind of did it. We did it in the other uh, yeah, storyline.
1: It, it was back before Hannah. I was just uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll we'll play it again. The killer,
0: the killer. The killer. Cut, of the cut of the week. So So before the Lewis and uh, um, Dexter thing uh, comes together and Isaac learns of Dexter Morgan, they have this kind of fascinating conversation in the strip club. Yeah. Um, And it just, they both are talking about the same thing, but they both mean completely different things. Mm
1: -hmm. I'm looking for something. Aren't we all? So we're both here just killing time. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. Killing time. Ironic, isn't it? We're both here for a different reason than these other leering cretins, and yet the net result is the same. What's that? We're frustrated. Mm -hmm. Love it.
0: Yeah. It's it's all of the Dexter and Isaac conversations this season are all fucking just captivating. They're all... He's just as quippy as Dexter is.
1: He's as quippy as Dexter, and... It's the reason that I also selected that as my killer cut of the weed is one. It's obviously Isaac is going to be the, the he's the main bad guy. Right. For this season. Right. This is it. Like, it's not. He's kind of. I'm saying that for a reason. He's kind of kind kind of. Okay. But yeah. it was watching them in, interact like this and then them not know that each other is their nemesis. Right. Mm hmm. And but they're both obviously realizing that the other person is kind of somebody that they should really be watching. I I just I really liked it. It was really well done. Um Plus, it's also he's in a strip club and he just has a newspaper and he's like yeah. he's like, he's like doing the Scrabble. Yeah. He's just like yeah. He's like yeah. he's like, yeah. he's like yeah. we're both doing the fru- search. we're both frustrated. <laughs> mm. well, hold on, let me look my pen really quick. Incubitably. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I just I really liked it. It was a really well done scene. Um yeah, I I that was my of all of them, that was it right there.
0: Yeah, Isaac Isaac is gonna become someone who I think they have the perfect amount of space in this season. Um so we get to the point where the waitress comes to Ray Spelter's home and He's just acting super weird, which I don't know how the waitress just doesn't leave because how weird he's acting. But this scene, there's so much to talk about. And I guess we can leave some of Ray Speltzer for next episode mm-hmm. with the fucking heavy metal music, which always makes me feel like this. And the strobe lights, it just fu- to me, it just grinds on my last nerve of just like there's like so much tension
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I almost think like it, it almost like didn't need it's weird. Cause I, I wonder how I would watch this scene without the lights and the heavy metal music, but there's just so much tension because fucking Deb is there. You know, you know, this guy Spelzer is nuts. He's physically stronger than probably any person I know. There's some, I, sh- I think they even show next episode. Like he's like Dexter's strong for the, ep- for the, in the Dexter world, but he ain't as strong as Ray Spelzer. And yeah. We'll see that next episode. Um, I've seen this scene so many times, and this is where like I kind of put my computer down, and I was just watching because I was like, holy shit, this is like this is some shit.
1: You know what it reminds me of? In all honesty, it reminds me of a, like a side... I don't want to say side quest, but it reminds me something of um, uh, Silence, Silence of the Lambs. Um, if you ever watched Red Dragon, like, um, I, I never read the book, yes. so yes. forgive yes. me if I'm yes. wrong, but it's something like this is like a legitimate, like when I watch this scene, I'm like, this is a legitimately killer. Like, like I really believe that they based him on a real killer or something like that. Um, I, I don't know if they actually did or not, but there's something about him. It's so like corny that it's so realistic. And that's what's so like creepy to me when I watch it, because like, he's like got the like leather apron. He's got the head with a Ram head on it and stuff like that. It's so corny, but at the same time, I'm like, this is real. Like, this is really how like actual killers like work like that.
0: So what, and I don't know what the tie in is, and I'm sure this is something that Zach will inform us, but what he's going after and even like the family mausoleum is what the, what the thing is called is a minotaur where it's it's half man half, half bull oh, uh, uh,
1: um, uh, yeah body, wait you body say body of mi- a man. minotaur
0: i always say manator yeah. manator it's 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 spelled m i n o oh. t a u r that's why i went minotaur
1: i probably mispronounced it then
0: um body of a man head of a bull okay. it's a greek it's greek mythology um i have no idea why they are choosing that as like his thing, but it just makes them a fuck ton scarier.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
0: We're definitely, we'll talk about it next episode, but there's a lot of saw the movie here. Cause it's kind of crazy to think this guy just had this, like in his, this is what he does for kills. Like you talk about Dexter having a lot for his kill room. This guy fucking puts up a maze and a game and all this crazy shit. Um, I remember the Dexter writer that Scott Reynolds would say they would find stories across the US in terms of killers and incorporate them into Dexter. So was this guy based on someone he very well could have? Okay. Um what and, and I'm sure maybe if someone has the the relation link out there um
1: definitely let us know, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um all of this to say at the end, you know, uh um Deb gets captured. She's her hand is tied in like on the razor wire or whatever. And Dexter just shows up last minute. They conveniently let Spelter get away, which is obviously the setup for next episode. Um, I love that the next, the next week's episode is just called run.
1: <laughs> yeah, <I> saw that. right.
0: <laughs> we'll see that come up. Um, so the episode sort of closes, closes out the day after where Dex, I'm sorry, Deb realizes that maybe Dexter was right. Mm-hmm. You know, she says like, you're a necessary evil and mm-hmm. like she doesn't necessarily agree but she understands yeah but the part that will never get anyone to agree on dexter's side is the trophies the trophies is just something that it's like she even says like you and spelt you're the same person you both fucking collect these weird trophies for whatever reason and like mm-hmm. and, and, and it's the funniest thing they, they say it's just like you know does this does killing make you feel no she says something like you kill and make you feel good. And he's like, no, I, I like the way it make it feels or something. And it's just like, yeah, this is, this is what, this is the problem. You yeah. seem to take a lot of joy in fucking killing. Um, what, when I, when I started the episode, I was saying how tight everything was. And there's that scene where they talk outside of the interrogation room and there's the two walls almost mm-hmm. feels like it's closing in. And if you realize at the end of the episode, Deb is just like, you know, hey, I'm going to let you do what you got to do. I'm still going to be involved, but, like, I realize you're a thing. And they show Dexter at what's probably, like, the, the freest part, the freest place you can be as a human, and it's the beach. And just, like, this endless river and open sand and peaceful place. Right. And it's just cool that they do that in a Dexter episode where it's fucking super tight and claustrophobic at the beginning, and at the end, he's just at this, like, The freest place he could possibly be—the beach. Um, There were so many opportunities throughout the six seasons to do this, and I just love that they're doing stuff like that now. Yeah. Where there's a lot of visual storytelling, not not using crappy music or or whatever. It's just like, I don't know. To me, it's just like it's good storytelling, especially for this early in the season. I've always I always loved this episode for that. Mm -hmm. That you know, just a ending on the beach. To me, it's just perfect like that. Um that's all I have on that, Colton.
1: Okay. I, I I don't I don't have anything to add to it. Like I really don't, because it you you added every I mean you already said everything that I want to add. Like the biggest thing that I got out of it was Deb finally realizing like had he had she allowed Dexter to kill him, then the, it's a very well potential that the waitress would be alive like in that. And that's obvious. And so I think that that's the biggest thing going into the next episode is for her to realize like, yeah. like maybe what he, this gift or whatever you want to call it that Dexter has, maybe it's not as bad as what she's thinking. And I, I think that right. that's what, I mean, cause obviously we all know, we all know this and to, and um. I'm not getting political but in today's time period it's very well obvious that the law enforcement and the 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 judicial system nailed it nailed it yeah I probably didn't um <laughs> it's not perfect it's not like and we we I mean but we've known that for years that it's not but Maybe that she it's somebody that's actually inside of it. She's finally realizing like, no, like this isn't what it is. So I'm, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm curious to see where this season goes because I remember bits and pieces, but not a whole lot. So I don't remember exactly where this goes. And I'm excited to see it.
0: Yeah. It, 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 it ties into the the best, in my opinion, the best Batman movie of the Dark Knight. Where it's just like, why is Batman allowed to be above the law? Why is why is he why does he get to live on a code that the rest of us don't have to? Um I guess the Dark Knight deals some of that. Um all that being said, we are done discussing Buck the System and next episode we'll be discussing season seven, episode four. Run, which I remember being a fascinating episode. And I, can't, I watched it out, yet, so I can't wait there's a lot of the movie saw in it there's just like, oh we get well we'll, we'll talk about it. we'll okay. talk about it um all right so that's all we have for this episode uh, everyone please do not forget
1: it was a hunker he's not cheating you pay for it
0: and we will talk to you next episode. Sounds good. body, rock body, body, rock your body, rock body, 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 body,